welcome to the Bottom Up Revolution podcast, where we share the stories of the Strong Towns movement in action. This week's episode is a very special one because it features our summer intern, Sarah Davis, who just wrapped up her internship last week. She was a shared intern between Strong Towns and our friends at the data analytics firm, Urban3. Um, You might remember you heard from Kate Ryba, who's COO at Urban3, just a few weeks ago on this show. So Sarah was with us throughout the summer writing important stories that use the Strong Towns approach to development and finance and making great use of Urban3's extensive data, research, and visualizations. In this conversation, Sarah talks about her experience being a young planner fresh out of college, her time living in Kansas City, she's a lifelong resident, and she has a lot of thoughts on the community. And she also talks about her hopes for the planning profession as she enters her career. Take a listen and make sure to check out her articles when you're done. Sarah Davis, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Bottom Up Revolution podcast. It's good to have you here. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's really exciting. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself for those people who haven't gotten to know you as well over this course of the summer? Yeah. So I am from Kansas City. I just graduated last May with a bachelor's in urban planning from UMKC University of Missouri, Kansas City. So I'm just kind of now entering the urban planning world, I guess, as a real planner as opposed to a student. So in an exciting time, I guess. So yeah. What were you up to before school? Can you tell us like a little bit about your childhood or your your life in Kansas City? Yeah. So I grew up in the suburbs south of Kansas City, actually Lee Summit, if you're familiar with the KC Metro. Um, and pretty much before college, I was really into art. I wanted to be an artist all my life. My mom is an artist kind of on the side. So that always inspired me to do art. And I like to think I inherited some of her talents. So yeah, before planning, I was super into art. I really loved drawing and making sculptures actually. So yeah, that was what I thought. I was like 100% sure I was going to do art. And then, you know, life has other plans. So yeah, so that's pretty much one of my biggest hobbies. I also like to hike and hang out with my dogs, you know? Yeah. So what was the turning point that made you decide to switch to planning? Yeah. So this is actually kind of an interesting story. So I was with my mom at UMKC orientation and I was enrolled to be a studio art major. That's how sure I was. I wanted to be an artist. And so my mom, like I said, she's also kind of an artist on the side and she really wanted me to branch out and kind of look at different things and not be so certain I want. I wanted to join uh, UMKC and do art. So we were walking around at orientation and at UMKC, they had all these different booths of the different majors for undecided people. And I went to the architecture booth because I was like, okay, that makes sense. It's kind of close to art. I get to draw at least. And I talked to Dr. Wagner, which if you are familiar with Kansas City planning world, you've probably heard of him before. But he told me all about the architecture and planning world and what I could do with the degree. And I got really excited about it. So excited that that day I actually switched my major. I was like, where do I sign up? How do I change? This is so cool. And so, yeah, that's how I kind of fell into it. I started out thinking I was going to be an architect. And then I 
did not like how particular everything was. I'm not a perfectionist whatsoever. I'm more of like a free flowy kind of artist, I guess. So yeah, planning worked out much better for me. It was much better fit for me. Got it. And I know that, um, you know, being from Kansas City is your experience and you've spent a lot of time there. We have listeners from Kansas City, but probably a bunch of people that haven't been there before, including me. Um, I only learned, I feel like this summer, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit, but like I didn't fully realize that there was Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, don't were, like, feel bad. Quite different. So <laughs> yeah. like, what is, what is that? What is that community like? And what is Kansas City like generally? What do you like about? Yeah. So Kansas City is not, the Kansas City I'm from is not Kansas City, Kansas. And the bigger city is definitely Kansas City, Missouri, actually. So yeah, there's Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri is kind of like what most people are talking about when they talk about Kansas City, I guess. It's where most of the attractions are, things like that. Um, So yeah. I grew up, like I said, in Lee Summit, a suburb south of Kansas City. So like a lot of my time before college was spent mostly in the suburbs. But whenever I got the chance, I would always come to Kansas City. It's a really cool place to be as like a young 20-year-old person, (laughs) 20-something person. There's a lot going on as far as like things to do. There's a lot of cool, fun bars, a lot of music venues, a lot of art, which is good for me, which is a big reason why I wanted to stay in Kansas City because I love the art community so much. So there's this one area of the city that I love. It's called the Crossroads. And they it's a it's the most perfect combination of like cool bars, good restaurants, and like awesome art galleries. So in Kansas City we have like some big art museums like the Nelson Atkins is like a famous art museum. We have the Kemper, which is another really big art museum and then we have like scattered around the city smaller art galleries and those are like my favorite to go to because it's much more personal experience I like contemporary art a lot and I like to just like see like what's going on in the low-key art world I guess like what's popular like what's cool what's happening so yeah the crossroads is like one of my favorite areas of the city to like hang out in awesome yeah So I know that you've done some interesting internships and jobs during your time in planning school. Um, You are, I know you're involved in nearby city government and then a local food Mm -hmm. group. Tell us about those. The internship with Strong Towns and Urban 3 is my third internship. So I kind of like to think of myself as a professional intern at this point. I've had a lot of experience being an intern. For my first internship, I worked for the city of Blue Springs, which was like a really cool experience to learn just like the basics of like, how does local government, how does city government planning work? I learned so much like there, just like observing, watching the planners work. Um, Another like a side note for this is like all my internships have taken place during COVID. So I feel like I haven't yet gotten like a real job experience, which is kind of interesting to think about. I've been remote for most of them. so. I feel like that definitely has had Yeah, that's too bad. It's okay. We're making the best of it. Um, then again, like remote work skills are, I think, valuable and oh, yeah. it's not going away anytime soon. So you yeah, do have that side sure. of things. A lot of practice of being on Zoom. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I worked for um, the smaller city government. I learned a lot about the public sector there and planning and how that functions. And then I wanted to for sure get experience in the... Um, nonprofit or private sector in planning 
And so I was lucky enough to get an internship with this food policy advocacy group called Casey Healthy Kids out of Kansas City. And they actually work mostly out of Kansas City, Kansas. So I know I said all that stuff about Kansas City, Missouri and how it's better, but Kansas City, Kansas has some really awesome advocates and cool stuff going on as far as planning work. And yeah, so I worked for Casey Healthy Kids and I, for them, I worked mostly on an urban farm task force report, which is just trying to get farmers and grocery stores and regular people and farmers markets all together to make sure that it's easy for farmers to farm and people to get fresh and local food. So that was really awesome and fulfilling. And I learned a lot about urban farming at that internship. I wasn't I didn't know anything about urban farm. I've never been to an urban farm before, but I feel like I know a lot now. That's awesome. Yeah. And it seems like two pretty different types of experiences oh, yeah. too. Super different. Yeah. I learned about a lot at both. Very different things. So. And now you just had this past summer working with Urban 3 and Strong Towns doing um, writing for us and participating in, in other work at the organization. How has that been for you? And I guess, like, to start with, why did you apply for this in the first place? I know we probably asked you that in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> for people listening. So, yeah, this is kind of an interesting way I found it. One of my professors actually sent out an email, like, on our email list of all the urban planning students, but she saw the internship posting on Twitter, actually. Oh, so, awesome. yeah. Okay. She just, marketing is working. Yes. <laughs> she just sent that out to us and was like, hey, it doesn't say they're necessarily looking for planners. It's not really a planning job, but I think you guys would be good for it. And so I just <laughs> um, just like took a shot in the dark, I guess you could say, and applied. And I had no idea. I was like, I'm sure like strong towns, like everybody knows strong towns. Like you guys are going to have like a thousand applicants. And I wasn't a writer at all. So I did not even have any ideas about actually getting the internship. I just took a shot and it actually, I made it, I guess you could say, because here I am. So yeah, it's been really interesting working here. I've learned a lot. I've been very challenged with writing. Um, I'm definitely not, wouldn't consider myself a writer, didn't do a lot of writing in school. So it's been fun to challenge myself to like write about planning topics and think deeper about things and another big part of it is just I get to learn so much more about planning from like the Strong Towns team and the Urban 3 team. I feel like every day I learn something new about planning working with you guys. That's great to hear and I feel like you have grown your writing skills so much over the course of the summer. Thank you. Yeah actually I won't say what professor but one of the professors at UMKC would always say you know what jobs always tell me about UMKC grads? They don't know how to write. <laughs> so whenever he would say, like, we, he would always push us to work on our writing a lot because of that, because he would always get feedback saying that we needed to be stronger writers. So I just thought it was funny that I ended up in a writing position right after graduation. Yeah. Well, I'm biased because I think writing is important, but I do believe and see that it's a valuable skill. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what do you hope to do next um, after experiencing like city government and nonprofit, a little bit of uh, like a for-profit company with Urban 3, which of these paths do you think you'll follow? Are you interested in a traditional planning job or TBD? 
Yeah, I'm definitely in a TBD spot right now. I know I really want to start getting my hands on some projects. I Like I said, I've had a lot of internships, so I've been kind of like observing projects from afar, like watching people work on stuff. So I'm really eager to like just start doing planning work, start doing urban design work. Um, I'm like a really creative person. So whatever I do, I definitely want to be able to be creative and I definitely want to work for communities. Those are really big, important things for me with planning. So whatever I do, it'll have to have something to do with that. But I don't have any concrete plans so far. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think you'll be staying in KC? Yeah, I really love Kansas City. Um, I would love to have an effect on this place because it really, like, it's where I fell in love with cities. So it just makes sense to me to stay here. And learning about the planning history in Kansas City, like, if you read the Strong Town series, you know. Um, I think it's just really important for people who have the Strong Town's perspective to stick around and make positive change, you know. What would you like to see change in the planning profession? Um, I know that you're like just starting out, but you had plenty of time during your degree program. I'm sure you met planners and like learned a lot about the industry. Um, Are there things that you would hope might be different in 10 or 20 years, like when you are far down your your planning career track? Yeah. um, One thing that comes to mind that I think is already kind of happening is just gearing planning towards regular people more, making sure that it's accessible, it's easy to understand. Because so often, like, I just feel like planning is so far removed from, like, regular people, even though it touches every single person's life. Like, no, even if you don't even know what planning is, like, you're being affected by urban planning. So I think it should be, like, so much more important, specifically on, like, the local government or, like, yeah, just smaller government side, just to like engage with people more and like make people a part of the process. Like I really like a part of the Strong Towns message, like great places are built by many hands. I just love that. I think that's so smart and just so correct. So I would like to see more of that in planning because I think it's all about making places better for people. And the only way you can really do that is by taking, asking the people who live in the places what they want for it to be better, I guess. Yeah, totally agree. Looking back on the summer, do you have a favorite article that you worked on um, that people should go check out? I mean, we'll we'll give links to all of your articles, but was there one that was most interesting to you? This is a good one. I'll have to think. I really liked my last piece on storage facilities. I wasn't even expecting, I didn't know like what was happening with that when I was writing it. Um, like when I first started I wasn't sure where it would end up at especially as a young person who's never needed to use a storage facility before I didn't want to come off sounding like I felt like I knew everything about it or anything like that so that was a, a fun challenge and also I just thought it was like an interesting topic to get people thinking if not that one then it'd probably be my first one interestingly enough just because I felt like really happy to bring in an example from Kansas City Um, my first one being about, um, like making traffic or traffic calming measures, like people in the community taking action to make their streets safer. And so I got to use an example from Kansas city, which I was really happy to put my city on the map and shine a light on good work. And also just like how the the overall message of it, like people taking action into their own hands and it actually being implemented by the city. I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one too. Um, And I think you're writing on the tax assessment process, 
was great as well. Thank you. That's like more into like all these nitty gritty detailed tax data, which is like, yeah, challenging to wade into. So I admire you for doing that. And it's like maybe not the most like eye catching, fascinating topic on the surface, but I think it's important stuff. Yeah. And I had a lot of um, help from Urban 3 on that. I really appreciated all of their analysts are literally the most amazing, smart people I've ever met. And they helped because like whenever I started this internship, I was like, oh, no, they're going to want me to write about taxes. I don't even know what taxes are. <laughs> and so I went from that to like writing a series about property assessments and just how in, how inequitable they can be. And so I just thought that was really cool that I went from someone who was like, I don't even know what an assessment is to like being able to argue about it and like understand the nuances and complications of it. Yeah, for sure. So what advice would you give for other people who might be also starting out in their planning careers or just interested in planning? Um, How could they be part of making their town stronger from your perspective? For planners specifically or just regular people? Um, Either. Okay. So for regular people, I was thinking about this. I think I would say for regular people who are wanting to take a stand and make a change in their neighborhood or wherever they live, um, one of the best things I think you can do, which sounds interesting coming from like a 23-year-old person, is just not to give up on what you're doing because I feel like it's easy whenever you're working against such huge structural factors like things that affect your neighborhood and it's easy to give up and want to throw in the towel, especially when you feel like you're the only person doing something. So I just would say like one of the best things you can do is just like buckle down and commit to it. And you never know who you might inspire on, along the way, you know? Yeah. Well said. I also think, I mean, I see in you that you have not given up on Kansas city and you've like decided to stay there and like you went to school there, you're staying there after school. Um, I think that's, not like always a typical storyline for yeah, people. Yeah, especially people not Midwest like, people. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I left to go to college and then like and took a long time to come back to the Midwest. And now I really love it. And I'm like glad to put down roots. But I admire you for, for staying. Thank you. Yeah, that recently kind of just came to my head because I'm working on a piece right now about my family. And I'm writing a lot about my grandfather who passed away last year, unfortunately. And it's like one of those things where like you have someone in your family and it's not until they're gone until you like realize all the things you wish you could have talked to them about. And one thing my aunt was telling me that he said about his neighborhood, because I'm writing a piece right now about his neighborhood and how it kind of declined over time. And he said like they were all encouraging him to sell his house and like move to a nicer place. And what he said was, if I sell my house and move, then who's going to stay and try and make this place better? And I just thought that was so powerful. And I was like, so true, Grandpa. (laughs) Like, yes, people do need to buckle down and commit to our places and make them better and not just give up when things get hard. Yeah, totally agree. Well, thank you for being part of Strong Towns and Urban 3 this summer. Um, Thanks for for being on the show. Where can people keep uh, following your work if they're interested? I know you're on Twitter. Is yes. that a good place? I'm yeah. on Twitter, but my Twitter is just mostly memes. <laughs> I would probably say try to find me on LinkedIn. 
Um, I can give you, I can send you the link, but yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best place. Yeah. And I just wanted to say thank you for having me at Strong Towns and Urban 3. I had such a fun time. I wish it could be longer. If you could just slow down time a little bit, <laughs> if only. Me too. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Have a great weekend. I don't know about you guys, but hearing from Sarah and seeing her work this summer really gives me hope for the future of planning in America. We've got some good episodes coming up for you in the next few weeks, but my calendar out into the next few months is looking a little bit thin and I'm looking for guest ideas. So if you know someone who is doing some good work to build stronger towns, whatever that looks like in their community, um, especially if that's a story that's maybe not getting told a lot, um, not somebody who's getting a ton of coverage, we would love to feature them on the show. So send me an email if you've got a recommendation rachel at strongtowns.org. Thank you for that. And thank you always to our Strong Towns members. This past few weeks with the book launch has been a great outpouring of member support and just seeing all of our members sharing the book on Facebook, um, you know, photos of themselves opening the box um, and hearing about what y'all are doing to um, bring this book into your communities, sending it to your city councilors, sending it to your mayors. That is exactly what we wanted out of all this. So thank you to all of our members. Um, You guys rock. If you want to join this crew of fantastic people who are doing that Strong Towns work in their communities, head to strongtowns.org slash membership to join us. All right. Thanks, everybody. We will see you back here next week, actually, for an episode featuring a Strong Towns member who is the mayor of his town. Take care. Mm-hmm.